you don't want to think that there's something actually deathly wrong with you. Breast cancer. Each year, more than 200,000 people are diagnosed with it. But millions are surviving it and are giving back to help others facing the same battle. I'm helping people live. That's huge. Even those who've simply been touched by the disease have made it their mission. These are just a few of breast cancer's faces of inspiration. Now, here's your host, Roz Varen. Good evening, and thanks for joining me. A breast cancer diagnosis is indeed frightening, but because of early detection and aggressive new therapies, two and a half million women in the U.S. are now survivors of this disease. In fact, I'm one of them. Tonight, you'll meet several Chicago women who've confronted the disease and now have a passion to help others. But our first story is not just about an inspired survivor. It's about an entire community that is rallying around one of its own. You see, when Flora Ryan joined a police force in Northwest Indiana, she never quite knew what a support that brotherhood would become when she was confronting the most terrifying time in her life. Flora Ryan, one of only three women on the Portage, Indiana police force, always wanted to be a cop. I love my job, absolutely love it. She met her future husband on the job. John proposed earlier this year. We were gonna get married in St. Lucia. Awesome, everything was planned out. In March, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. Flora found the lump herself. The next several days were an agonizing whirlwind of mammograms, sonograms, and uncertainty. The doctor comes in and says, those are what we call microcalcifications, and that's an indication you have cancer. And I said, okay, what's next? Kind of stopped and looked at me and said, um, most women would be crying right now for the fact that I told them that I think they have cancer. And I said, well, I'm not most women. Flora began a journey that would touch thousands of lives. She immediately moved up her wedding date, and along with her new husband and doctors, mapped out a treatment plan. But first, she wanted to tell her fellow officers. I literally got a lump in my throat and my stomach felt like it sank. We decided that um, we wanted to do something for Flora. My wife and some of her friends and our relatives organized a fashion show for Flora. And we had over 200 people show up and all of the models were cancer survivors. We wanted to show our support for a fellow officer. It started uh, very small. Someone suggested magnets, but we'll get them on our cars and we'll show our support. Well, somehow that word made its way to the county sheriff and they called over and said, well, when you put in your order, put in 200 for us. And before we knew it, we had almost 1,500 magnets sold to surrounding departments. Touched by the outpouring of support, Flora used social networking to reach out to breast cancer survivors all over the world. So I started this Facebook page. People just started joining this. And right now, we're up to 5,200 and something fans. The overwhelming evidence of just how many lives Flora Ryan had touched came during a 5K run the Portage Police Department organized in her honor. Expecting a small crowd, more than 300 people participated. The Lake County Sheriff's helicopter made the official flyover, starting the race. I decided I wanted to walk it. 
And the end of the run is kind of a blind corner that we came around. And I looked at my youngest daughter and said, do you want to run it in? And she said, yeah, and it was probably, I don't know, 500 feet. We didn't run that far, but we ran it in. And as I came around the corner, everybody was standing there clapping and cheering us on. You've been on a long journey. The journey's not over yet. Where do you want all of this to go? If I can, you know, just beat it into your head that you need to have a mammogram. You need to do a monthly self-breast exam. You need to go get checked, you know. I feel that if I do that, then I've done my job there too. Between the race and those magnets all over Northwest Indiana squad cars, Portage's Cops for a Cure program raised $18,000 for Susan G. Komen for the Cure. Our next story is about a West Suburban woman who spends her days helping recently diagnosed women. It's a job she's especially well suited for, having fought the same battle herself just eight years ago. Meet Tracy Stills. Mute, stunned, dumbfounded, all at the same time, within the same moment. But that initial shock after her breast cancer diagnosis eight years ago quickly turned into sheer determination for young wife and mother, Tracy Stills. Something said in me, you're going to kick its butt. And it's exactly what I started to do. It took chemo, radiation, and a year of targeted therapy, but she was finally deemed cancer-free. And Tracy bid farewell to her caregivers at Advocate Good Samaritan Hospital in Downers Grove. And I told them, I said, you guys are some very nice people, but I don't care if I ever see you again. <laughs> Little did she know, within a few short years, she would return to the place that had been her cancer battleground. And I just felt like I wasn't fulfilling maybe a hole that came with the cancer, and I wanted to plug it up. She filled that void by taking on a new position, helping patients at the very same cancer center where she was treated. All right, ladies, I'm gonna give you the bags. They're looking at me like, you don't know exactly what I feel like, and I tell them, yes, I do. I've been on the other side of that, that table. I've been on that table. And once I start telling them all of this, they kind of look at me and go, wow, you're part of my story. And so I, thus, I become part of their family. Many of her family members come from a unique support group she runs here at Good Sam's Cancer Care Center. Look good, feel better from the American Cancer Society. There's been times you look in that mirror, especially when you're going through a cancer diagnosis and you go, who is that? And so I help them look like they're alive so they can be alive. And it feels really good on your skin. Oh, it does. <laughs> it helps. I mean, it's a, certainly a, a good support, and you can certainly identify what things that she said. You have enough doubt yourself and fears, and to be with someone who's been through it and is happy and upbeat, and yes, this is going to happen, but it's temporary. You know, you can push through this. Um, it makes a huge difference, you know, for your psyche and state of mind. Why is it so important to your patients to see that you've walked in their shoes? There was nobody there for me. I wish somebody had been there for me. There was nobody taking my hand saying, Tracy, you can do this. Her devotion to her new calling 
has earned her several American Cancer Society and Hospital Employee Awards, and cards and photos from grateful patients line her office. The patients definitely inspire me at work because they, they are me. When I walked in eight years ago, and when you come in, you're bewildered, but when you leave, you're totally 360. So take bewildered and turn around and see the happy face. Well, you can't count how many lives she affects. Certain people will take an experience, and a bad experience or a traumatizing experience, and some people will, it will affect them negatively for the rest of their life, and some people will affect positively for the rest of their life. And it didn't have to be breast cancer for Tracy. Whatever it was, it was going to be a positive experience, and she was going to use that to, to help other people. I'm helping people live. That's huge. Still to come on Faces of Inspiration, he helps save lives through his cancer-fighting surgeries. But this West Suburban doctor hopped on his bike to go the extra mile for his patients. Then, a Chicago group rallies to turn around a deadly breast cancer trend in the African-American community. Welcome back to Faces of Inspiration. I'm Roz Varon. Dr. Robert Meganini has made a career of helping women diagnosed with breast cancer as a surgeon. But this summer, he left the OR behind and hit the open road on his bicycle to try to do even more for his patients. From his expertise in the operating room to the high-tech tools he uses each day in the Cancer Institute he helped to launch with Alexian Brothers and Hoffman Estates, Dr. Robert Meganini is on the front lines in the fight against breast cancer each and every day, yet he has always wanted to do more. Well, I had kind of the beginnings of an idea for a fundraiser for breast cancer for some time, and in March of 2009, my brother was diagnosed with a brain tumor. And at that point, I decided, yeah, I'm doing this, in part to raise money for uh, Susan G. Komen for the cure of breast cancer, but also on the other side for the American Brain Tumor Association. Last July, Dr. Maganini's whim became a reality when he set off from Chicago pedaling for Pikes Peak in Colorado's Rocky Mountains. My first impression was he's nuts. Uh, second of all, if anybody's going to do it, it's him. Then the hard work began on the 10-day journey out on the open road. The initial part of the trip, I had some friends accompanying me, riding with me. I averaged about 120 miles a day. People were very supportive. I got a lot of thumbs up and a lot of, you know, high signs on as they passed by in their cars. And I think it, it was really an example of just how many people are really affected by breast cancer. All the while, the patients he cares for watched and read about each mile online. Here we are, and it's about 450 miles from home. I followed him on his website, and there I saw the videos that his son took. I'm so excited I can like barely contain myself. We were there to see him off, and uh, we were with him every stage of the way. Congratulations. Thanks, honey. Thank That's you amazing. for uh, keeping me safe. That's amazing. Then, after 1,070 miles on his bike, Dr. Maganini put on his hiking shoes and began an eight-hour climb to the top of the famous peak. It's a good little hike, you know, 13 miles, 7,000 vertical feet. As, as I got towards the end of the trip, I go, that's, that's a pretty good trip, and, you know, I'm going to climb this mountain, and that seems pretty impressive. But 
in my mind, it just felt trivial because comparing this thing to what a woman goes through, you know, when she has breast cancer or chemo, radiation, well, this is nothing. You know, this is trivial. The grueling physical test may have brought Maganini a sense of enlightenment, but this humble West suburban surgeon also managed to raise lots of money for both charities with each mile. Our goal was to raise $25,000, um, about half for each, but the total now is up to almost $50,000. What he did was just wonderful for people suffering with breast cancer, and it just shows you how, how dedicated and caring he is. I don't really believe that I'm doing anything um, beyond the scope of what I should be doing. That $50,000 mark that Dr. Maganini managed to raise is more than double his original goal, and he's still trying to raise money for breast cancer research. Now, one of the most startling and grim statistics about breast cancer is among Illinois' African-American population. They have the highest death rate from the disease, higher than any other race or ethnicity. But a national group that arrived here in Chicago a decade ago is desperately trying to change that. If you talk to other women that have been through what you've been through, it's easier. But Sherlane Garnett of Hammond, Indiana, really didn't feel like she had many of those outlets to turn to when she was first diagnosed 15 years ago. At the time, it seemed horrible. Still, she says she kept to herself for the most part, until a few years later when a friend told her about a unique group just establishing roots in the Windy City, Sisters Network. <laughs> Sisters' mission is to bring education, support to the African-American community. It's a national group now found in more than 20 cities across the country. While there are many resources serving those with breast cancer, Sisters is unique in who it serves. It was an organization that looked like me. And to have people to talk to that look like you and can relate to your concerns, because every culture is different. Sherlane was one of the group's first members, and what began with only six or seven members has now grown to about 50. They meet at two locations, regularly take part in area health fairs, like this one on the south side. They give speeches to groups, hand out information, and stage walks and benefit fashion shows, all with the same goal in mind. The model of sisters is stop the silence, where we hope we can answer their questions and make them feel more comfortable and let them know, you know, you can get through this. It was the perfect outlet for Sisters member Lanny Crockett after she confronted breast cancer. We talk to each other, you know, and we visit each other when we're sick. And while these unique sisters gain valuable support from one another, they say spreading the word and helping others is also one of the best parts. Oh, I get joy. You know, I get, I get the feeling that I'm really helping people. It's a mission they take very seriously, given the dismal predicament facing today's black women in Chicago. Chicago's mortality rate for African Americans is very high, higher than any other city in the United States. And so, these devoted women continue to offer their support and spread the word to someday, hopefully, improve those odds. For more information on Sisters Network and the work they do, find links to these resources and more on abc7chicago.com and click on See It on TV at the top right. Still ahead on Faces of Inspiration, how some entertainers are also thinking pink.
from one of the city's most legendary bands to one of Chicago's funniest females. Welcome back to Faces of Inspiration. You know them from hits like 25 or 6 to 4, or Hard to Say I'm Sorry. But the band Chicago has also become a big advocate in the fight against breast cancer. In fact, the band that got its start right here turned over part of its recent concert tour to raise lots of money to fight the disease. Chicago's own Chicago. Grammy winners, American Music Awards, even a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. While their music spans generations, it's their charitable work that is now getting center stage. During the recent Sing with Chicago tour, fans were able to bid for a chance to sing with the legendary band on stage. All proceeds went to the American Cancer Society's fight against breast cancer. Everyone has been touched by it in one way or another. My wife's grandmother had uh, breast cancer many, many years ago and is a survivor. You know, my mother's doing great. You know, she caught hers in time and, and my mother-in-law is doing great. They caught hers in time. The tour stopped in more than 50 cities across the country, playing in Chicago in July. What is the most gratifying part of this national tour? A lot of people come up and they, they'll have somebody with them that said this is a survivor. It means that much more that they've, yes, they've, they've contributed money, but it's, it's their personal mission as well. It's great to be able to give something back. To see the money helping people is really cool to see. It's not just fans who are inspired by Chicago's goodwill. Founding member Lee Lochnane's sister, Carol, who still lives in the west suburban town where they grew up, is also motivated to do more. I was very proud of him for doing that. I think that was just a great way to give back. And since I feel like there's so many connections to breast cancer, so many women that I know that are fighting and have, you know, hopefully beaten cancer. Carol's circle of friends includes several breast cancer survivors who get together to support fundraising events and each other. It's nice because when you're talking to other people who have similar stories, you know, you feel like you're not alone. It has made me a better person. You know, life is too short. The little things in life are no big deal. And, you know, you gotta live life to your fullest because you never know. Chicago says this is only the beginning. They hope to repeat the fundraising tour next year. All told, the song auctions for dozens of Chicago concert dates managed to raise around $100,000 for the American Cancer Society. Still ahead on Faces of Inspiration, see how a local comedian is using her unique brand of humor to raise awareness in the fight against breast cancer. Anyone who knows the Chicago comedy scene knows her. Patty Vasquez is a regular at Zany's, even tours nationally. While her Irish Latin heritage provides plenty of fodder for her routine, she also tosses in a tongue-in-cheek bit about breast cancer in each and every show. <laughs> I'm not nervous at all. I'm always like this. <laughs> Making people laugh. It's a calling this Chicago native discovered back in grad school. I was inspired by, by Margaret Cho, and I went out and did an open mic about two months later, and never, ever, ever, honestly, ever looked back. 
This married mother of two finds plenty of material from moments in her everyday life. And a decade ago, decided a trip to the gynecologist might even get a few guffaws. It's awkward to go to the doctor's office. It is a awkward, humiliating experience. I wouldn't mind the stirrup so much if it gave me spurs. Do you know what I mean? I was developing this thing about how men are obsessed with women's breasts. I was trying to make it funny, and it wasn't working. It was new material. And this guy started yelling at me, who cares? So I was thrown, and I, I kind of got angry. And I started talking about more men would be involved in breast cancer awareness if we just changed it to save the boobies. And so a staple in her stand-up show was born. For me, it's, it's become something that I do it the same way, that I've always done it, is to make people laugh about something that makes them uncomfortable. Uncomfortable or not, it definitely gets people talking. Fans buy shirts with the Save the Boobies slogan, and some even get motivated to get screened. A woman in Tennessee had seen my show, and she emailed me the following week and said that after she had an appointment that week to see her doctor, and they had found a lump and diagnosed her with breast cancer. This wasn't the first time breast cancer had actually touched her life, though. Patty's Aunt Bernice battled breast cancer when Patty was a little girl and went on to live a long life. And so, in a way, Patty is carrying a torch that her beloved aunt first lifted. And each time she takes the stage, while she helps people laugh, she's also helping take the taboo out of such an important topic. I had a woman tell me one time that she was in the stirrups and she thought of me and she laughed. If that's what gets her into the stirrups, if that's what catches one person in time to prevent something or to, you know, to catch something early enough, then how great is that? Thank you so much. I'm Patty Vasquez. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Thanks for joining me on Faces of Inspiration. If you'd like more information about any of the groups or resources we featured, find links to these resources and more on abc7chicago.com and click on See It on TV at the top right. Good night, everyone.